everyone, welcome back to another 31 minute podcast. Um, I'm on my own doing this one. I had an idea that I felt the impulse to do today and you always got to go with the impulse that you feel because um, it leads you somewhere. Um, but I, I wanted to do one on uh, what I learned from being homeless and uh, the, re- the reason for that is I think in times you learn a whole lot of different things. And I think that period of my life taught me quite a bit without me knowing it, though. You'll always look back later. So it's like 30 years later. And you look back and you think, yeah, it was like a tricky time, but very difficult time. But um, a lot of lessons, which you can sort of apply to many things. Uh, I don't have notes. I'm just going off how I feel. And... Uh, so let, let's talk about it. I, I ended up homeless mainly because um, drug addiction and like partying involved in a lot of, I put all my, got involved in the underworld in Sydney and sort of when I say the underworld, like just all sort of drug dealing and all this sort of stuff. And then uh, that, that was my only sort of way to survive for quite a period. But then all of that, went sideways and disappeared and so I ended up with nothing but I I ended up living in this um because I just sort of moved from girl girl's house to girl's house to friend's house to this house for quite a while just and when I say move just living there sort of a bit um I don't know you call it couch surfing I guess but sort of um and then I was in this I, I ended up uh, living in this um, abandoned workshop thing. So it had a mechanics workshop on the corner. It was in Chippendale or Camperdown. I can't remember what, I can't remember the street name or anything. But it had this sort of residence next to it with sort of smashed windows and things like that. It was like a, almost like a, in a street with terraces. And I don't know why it was vacant. I think people used to live there at some point leading up to that. But the windows were. You know, like some were all right. And I used to climb in and out of a window at the front and no one lived there. And it had, um, it was just like uh, carpet on the bottom floor. Then there was another two levels and it was like where the bedrooms were and it was just all timber floor, but not nice timber, like wasn't polished or anything. It was just like pretty raw, no furniture in the whole lot. And I lived there for... Hmm, it would have been for at least six months, say. But it was probably at the lowest point. Oh, I've had a few low points, but that's probably one of the lowest points in my life. I couldn't, in the end, when I was living there, I was still trying to support a drug habit, but I um, couldn't buy food and I was like hardly sleeping and... Uh, I remember I rang a friend of mine and said I just I just am that starving and um, didn't have anything. I couldn't get the dole because I didn't really have any ID. I was just uh, it sounds a bit extreme, but I was just a walking mess. And because I was living such an extreme life in the other way, and when it all fell apart and disappeared and totally just went, um, I just le- got left with nothing. So. I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't really have any ID. I'd never had a driver's, I have, I had a driver's license, but I didn't have one then because 
I lost it along the way. Um, I had no car. Before that, the car that I had, I got a loan out for a car when I was about 19, a ute, um, statesman front end, and a HQ rear end, and I got a loan out, didn't pay one payment, um, drove it around, was unregistered. Um, the police would take the plates off the car, and I would go and take plates off other people's cars and put it on that car. And I was under surveillance for quite a while by this time. So it was all sorts of weird things going on. Um, anyway, so looking back, when I left, that's when I left Sydney. Um, a few other things happened. And then I rang my friend Dino and he said, and I said to him, mate, can you come pick, my, pick me up? I just need to leave Sydney. I'm going to be dead or in jail any day. I can feel it a mile off. Um, so he came down from Terrigal, drove home, drove me up there, and I never went back to Sydney ever again. Um, but it was very tricky. Here's what I wanted to do this podcast about. Not so much my story. It's a bit of a reference, I guess. But the things I learned out of that. And I think the things I learned from that, and it's, and it's really funny, the, the most difficult times in life are quite often the things that you need later to push you harder it gave me it took a long time to recover myself internally because when you're in that state you're very um unsteady you're very like emotionally unsteady you're mentally unsteady you're not really that good in general um even though you're functioning and stuff it's just like you're walking around a bit of a in a bit of a weird state all the time um so I had to, it took me a long time, a year to to sort of get my steadiness again. But here's the thing. I ended up there because of my choices. Nothing else. You can't blame circumstances. You can't blame you know, anything else um, because I chose to go in that direction and I chose to live a life like that. So what that's taught me now is you can totally design your life to be as successful as you want it to be. And that's like, I think the biggest thing I learned from that is, and I look, I understand other people are homeless for different reasons, like there's um, mental problems. And I think I had a lot of mental problems back then, to be really frank with you. But... Um, so the choices I made totally took me there. So I had to choose my way out of there as well, even though it took a long time. It took years to turn this thing around, my life around, but it, it took a long time. But it was definitely like worth it, but it's like it, the, your choices are so powerful. And sometimes we get caught up in the, the moment of this isn't working right, that's not working right, you know, the market's not that good or my wife's being like this or something. But you can choose your way forward. You can choose how you see things. Like the, the opportunity that came from being homeless was the reason I became successful. It sounds weird, but it was. 
there is so much opportunity in what you're going through, what you've been through, and it, it propelled me into something. So I'm not saying go off and be homeless, but you could be going through a really difficult time. Like I've been through two divorces, and they're very they're emotionally draining and it feels like you, you know, the, you're in a washing machine for quite a long time you know, while you're working through all that. But it, it does end, like it does change if you want it to. So you can stay in that zone and you can say, oh, you know, I'm, a, I'm 50 kilos overweight, la, 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 la. But you, the next moment you could eat a cheeseburger or you could eat chicken and rice. It's literally that simple. So same as your results at work, you can complain and get caught up with the group whinging about stuff and go drink, or you can apply yourself twice as much and end up with two times the results. Like it, it is, that's how I see things now, whereas before... You know, I didn't really care. Like before I was, you know, in that circumstance all those years ago, I didn't really care. I was just out for a good time, you know, whatever, just do whatever. But the level of responsibility that came from that is immeasurable. So what they say what goes up must come down. I think the other way as well, what goes down must come up. If you want it to, I think that's the difference. So if you want to be super successful you don't have to have the down but you have to have the choice to propel you like i mean no this is what i'm going to become and this is what i'm going to do about it so if you want to be wealthier if you want financial security you have to decide should i buy that handbag now or should i keep the money because i don't really need it and your whole way is designed like that when I rang Dino to pick me up, life-changing moment. But then it was up to me to say, well, what am I going to do with my life from there? And, it, you know, there's a long time between there and me getting legal and stable again. But I think sometimes we look for these big changes to feel better when it's the, change, the small changes in the moment that actually take you there. The extra phone call, the extra one minute in the gym, the holding your temper when you want to tell somebody off because, you know, over the years, if I've told somebody off and I've got annoyed, it's usually like bit me on the bum somewhere because it's wrecked a relationship. Not good. I mean, I should have handled it differently. So I, I think there's definitely that um, that's been a huge thing for me. Like I reckon the success has come from the pain for sure. And then, like, there's that element of, you know, I want to, like, you can do, that's sort of what I think about often, not I run around thinking about I'm being homeless, but you can design it how you want it. Like, you can design your life how you want it to be. And I'm like, well, I designed it to be in the gutter, so why can't I design it to be in the clouds? And that's what I do now every day. Every day, I'm like, am I stepping towards the clouds? Am I stepping towards that version that I really think I'm going to, I'm going to love, I'm going to be satisfied with, um, I'm going to be proud of, really?
And I reckon it's that. Every single person has the ability to do that. Everyone. It's like you just got to choose what's going to be the best for you. I think also um, you, in those difficult times, you definitely see who's, who's there with you, like your friends, like the people that are really – there were no one. There was almost – when I say no, there was, there was a couple of people. There's Dino, another guy that bought me food, maybe one or two others. Um, that's it. And, you know, everyone loves when you're winning. Yeah, it's like, yeah, let's do this, let's do that. But when you're not, it's like you soon see who's your friends. But the other thing is, 100%, 100%, you become like who you hang around. You become like who you hang around. So you've got to choose carefully. You know, and it doesn't mean you have to be rude to people or, you know, just like not want to, you know, you just don't let people in. Like, they've got to be like going in the same direction as you because you will acclimate to them. Your energy will meld and will connect and will morph, change into the people around you. And I reckon that's one of the best if you want to be successful go find successful people it rubs off like it rubs off you hang around drunks you hang around drug addicts you hang around negative people any of those things you will become that i guarantee you will become that and i reckon that is one of the best indicators of where you're headed who are your friends who are you comfortable hanging around it's it's a choice I'm going to keep this really short today, but I, I want people to understand that the things I learned out of being homeless is you're actually in control of where your life goes and ends up totally. There is no extra opportunities given to special people on earth. It's mostly, I know some people are born into different circumstances, but they can still stuff it up. You've got to choose to be there. But every day is a snapshot into your future. Every day is a snapshot into your future. That's why I'm so like serious about my days and about owning time and how I spend it, what I do, where I'm going, and does it match my vision? Like, does it? I had no vision when I was homeless. I didn't. I had no vision. All I cared about was the drug hit, was the moment, was the impulse. And the other thing I've learned about being homeless, the things that feel good in the moment, the impulses, the, you satisfy an impulse, drink, drugs, gambling, porn, smoking. You satisfy the moment urge, oh, like, oh, this feels amazing, long-term pain. Most things that feel good in the moment lead to long-term pain. And the things that are really boring and really repetitive and good for you, but you just can't be bothered half the time, they lead to long-term satisfaction. They lead to joy. They lead to a, a life full of juice and full of colour and full of vibrancy and a lot of satisfaction. That's it. That's the whole thing. So life can be hard. I know we've heard it before around somewhere, but you choose your hard now, you choose your hard later. Like, you know, it's like if you choose... The things that are difficult now, 
that you don't exactly want to do and you don't want to do them because you don't see anything from them. It's not that they're not good for you. You just don't see anything from them. And my life has, has absolutely mirrored that. When I was living in the moment, didn't really care about too much apart from myself and satisfying an urge along the way, I ended up in the gutter. When I sorted myself out, applied myself in a good way, said no to the things that weren't serving me, changed people, changed habits, changed that, my life became successful. It's, a, it's basically that simple. And I don't think we need to complicate this too much at all, but I wanted to share this little topic with you because I think there's a lot in it. Being homeless is very difficult, like very difficult. It's actually soul-destroying. And to have no one, to have nothing, to have zero, don't even know how you're going to eat tomorrow, very difficult. But I think it's even worse to live a life of average because you want to satisfy impulses along the way that really are taking you, watching mind-numbing TV, eating rubbish all the time, being out of shape when really we're supposed to be in shape. We don't, you know, we're supposed to be out chasing lions, looking for food, doing this, doing that, being healthy, moving constantly, all of that sort of stuff. But when when you're making the hard choices up front, you live a life later beyond all expectation, I think. It's literally unlimited. Your potential is unlimited. Your imagination is unlimited. The ability you have to execute is unlimited. But really, the only question is if you can be bothered.